1: Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
0: The Around the NFL podcast
3: gets recognized by no one in the United States. Welcome to the Around the NFL podcast presented by Intuit QuickBooks, official sponsor of the NFL. My name is Dan Hansis to you from Room Filled with Heroes, Mark Sessler, Chris Wessling, and Greg Rosenthal. What is up,
4: boys? Hey Dan. No longer true. What's I, that? I got recognized uh, what was it, Sunday? Yesterday? Yeah. At a at a bar in uh in the United Hermosa States. Beach. Hermosa Beach, California. It happens occasionally. A young young gentleman, Vikings fan, walked up and you know, we were listening to a jazz band and he said, Hey, uh, great to see you. You you wished my Vikings good luck the mm. other day. Good to see you. And he was very nice. It was it was a nice exchange. But it was it may have been the first time in like five years I've been recognized mm. in this country. What I like to do is you had I, Keisha with you. Yes, I set
2: aside some of the personal budget to once a month or so went out with friends or out especially with the significant other. Like hire someone for it only it's like a twenty thirty dollar charge to have them come up to where I am and just infusively gush over the podcasting work that not only we do, but that I do specifically. Right. But then they, and then they're a little, they act to act nervous and then they shuffle off and you just sort of sit there and act like this happens all the time in America.
3: Again. All right.
2: Maybe don't interrupt me while I'm eating. Like, Hey, not,
3: not when I'm with my family. All right, right, man. Not when I'm with my family. Right. (laughs) (laughs) If you see me
5: out and I'm not with the wife and kids. Now what advantage does this give to you?
2: it gives an incredible advantage if you're just out with like like your family's in from out of town and like you know a That's random it's random loud. nine and a half or ten walks just i just like I don't want to interrupt and then love like you, the conversation happens and then you just sit there and act like this happens all the time and then the family is stunned it's good pop now you're held in high esteem yeah i mean it must be manufactured because it's not happening organically
5: sometimes it's good to have self-pop feels good create it generated like, you're
3: like oh these things don't matter to me
5: no i'm i'm held in such high esteem by everyone i know that like it can't can't go no doubt no doubt you are.
3: What, 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 what would it matter um i have a few corona takes all right that's uh, great i have it on a card wes you can see it right at the top you do have some takes <laughs> but it says on the top corona takes underlined so what's the deal with this is this the thing now is this is this a
5: like a like a real thing like is this you know is this it is anybody worried about this? I'm worried about whatever's coming in the next three minutes, much more. I mean, this has been uh, a topic uh, for months, right? Well, we Something should, new. like, this
3: idea that we should dance around it, it's it's a thing that's for all For you, around. the tipping I, point has occurred. So, my first bullet was, What's the deal?
4: So, you're saying, when you say, Is this it? You're saying, Is this, like, the start of everything unraveling in the human race? I mean,. The right, first man. case of community travel, trans whatever
1: the heck the doctor word is for it, happened today in L.A. Which there's no connection to them traveling to Italy or all, right. all of that. Yes. So basically, there's no connection. Which is that's the first case in L.A. today. So that's, that's a little scary. Real to
2: Erica, it's
1: scary.
3: Um, bullet to... <laughs> this seems like a win, a, a good opportunity just to end handshakes for good. Yeah. You in history, sometimes things are. Um, things, things get, change things and to be taboo random uh, one thing happens like the first person that said bless you was tied to something and then for the rest of the time everybody said bless you What? Well, how about just fist p- pounds from now on Um, how about more working from home fist pound any better than a hand yeah you're
1: still touching hands well
3: but you're a yeah, lot less
4: stuff is happening a on the bit. back
3: of the knuckles than it's a little bit yeah. more intimate you know yeah. to me than it he gets hey, credit for
4: not every culture shakes hands Okay. Well, we we could could do the bowing, too. I like bowing. That's cool. There you go. Curtsy. (laughs) The owners'
3: meetings are coming up. How about we all get there on private jets? The owners are going on private jets. How about all of us essential NFL personnel, and we are essential.
4: Your working from home thing? Hasn't that already started before Corona?
3: Yes, but let's let's really ramp up the idea of working from home in this country and while we're here, four-day work week. I I
1: agree. I'm so on board with this. It's unspeakable. Are
3: you running for office? And one thing everyone should know, the listeners that are nervous, is this going to lead to a, a stoppage of our podcast? No. In fact, the throwback podcast in the garage, that thing is safe. Very few people go in the garage. So we would continue to operate from somewhere, even if we weren't in this building.
5: That is that is good. All these uh, league officials, I think you're coming up with contingency plans. Let's say things get affected next week, people can't travel during free agency frenzy. Got to get you know figure out how we're doing the program. We have a plan. We're fine. We already have it. And Mark, although the owners' meetings, it's so far away, three weeks still. That uh, that far away. In the corona time, it is. It could change. Things could change. For now, the NFL says the owners' meetings, of which we are planning to attend and interview some coaches and general managers, is on, and so are our flights.
3: And, Mark, you made a good point before the show, final corona take, the new hero move out there. I think share that with the audience.
2: Well, no, and you start to see this with um, embattled politicians that maybe came in hot early with the messaging around uh, the virus that they weren't taking it too seriously. Now you're getting these guys left and right. The sort of the new age or new, the new turn, the new White knight move is to self quarantine. Oh, hey, listen, you know I really care about the spread of this, so it's like I'm going to self quarantine inside your, you know, immense congressional quarters that you live in today. Yeah, your compound with your frilly sheets and your bed and your probably a motherboard to bring you any sort of food or drink you
5: need, please. I'm just working from home. I'm surprised, Mark. I I can't be the only one. I'm sure some of our listeners share this with me and maybe, you know, you guys in this room. As this has been unfolding, I've thought about like, well, it's happening. Like, Mark must be thrilled. Like, he's been waiting for a global (laughs) pandemic or something like this pretty much as long as I've known him well that's true but all these things are true <laughs> until it hits
2: close to home and I'm not allowed to give true details about yes. this but let's just say that it it it's impa- complicated your life it, it, it impacted something to do with my children uh, inside the house. Everyone is safe, but it's like my household goes from being but, on Mondays a nice, calm, serene working environment to the third Iraq war and suddenly I'm flushed into the office at 8.06 a.m. But so you feel
5: like a little more alive. I feel I like, think you feel like there you know, is. you've know you missed there hasn't been great wars or anything. You haven't had enough struggle. I feel like you've been oh, it's like oh, all the people we're America, I know you want some We're on struggle. this little island.
4: How about shake things up a little bit? Let's see what happens <laughs> what? When, you, when, it, when it comes home to roost. What are the odds something like this happens and you don't even get free sandwiches out of it? Well, that's nothing new, but...
3: Anybody want to supplement
4: my corona takes with uh, one more? <laughs> no? No, I think you hit on some anxiety I've had. I okay. mean, what if this is it? I That's on my radar a little bit.
2: Well, I'd only be annoyed that we went out with a slow-growing um, virus versus, uh, you know, on the waters off Miami, a tsunami uh, that could have taken us out. A little more sex appeal. That would have been yeah. the way to go in terms of the Wikipedia page.
3: Yeah. That we don't have. All right. Let us now get into today's show. It is Monday. The free agency legal tampering period, I believe, starts in, what, seven days from today? Is
5: that accurate? Craig? Yeah. Yeah. Lean on you for these things? Unless they push uh, push it back. Right? Push and it that's back. in play. Push it all There's back? There's another Corona take. That has nothing to do with coronavirus.
3: Oh, that's the CBA scenario. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Unless Corona pushes back things like that.
5: I don't Never see not. how it would
3: have any impact. I don't know. Players traveling to meet with people. I don't know. Maybe most of that's done.
2: How does Tom Brady do his little free agency tour on, you know, shared vans and even if it, private jets, only one layer of
4: travel?
3: Remember the iconic Peyton Manning free agency tour before he signed with the Broncos? Sure,
4: white van. He was crisscrossing the country. Yep. Remember when Brashad Breland signed a contract and then hurt his heel? Huh. I mean, Corona would be way worse than that.
5: Mm. Anyway, um, I'm not worried that this is going to be it, though. I that, that's not uh, downplaying it, but um, that seems. Flip this off. Yeah, right.
2: that is an incredible sound drop for when the country
5: is full. That seems it like a parts. big, pretty big step to take from where where uh, you know. There's a no, lot what? of information out there. That nothing uh, has indicated. Can this I? Is it. Yes. What? Can
4: I take this supplement? <laughs> You're not saying. Look, everybody's going to die in the next year. You're no. saying is this the first domino to fall, and mm-hmm. then years yeah. from now. You know, maybe when we're looking back at age 80 and there's not many of us left, okay. we're going to say, hey, that was the first one to fall. And now it, just humanity went into a ditch when this happened.
5: We're all a little too connected. Mm-hmm. Late stage capitalism, it's a problem. Mm-hmm. Capitalism not really matching up with public health needs. You know, those do those really match? I don't, I don't know. <laughs>
2: Hang tight, football fans. We will address the sport at some juncture in the show. Coming up on today's
3: show, yes, we have the corona thing going on, but the other big thing going on is love is blind. It is – what a sensation it is.
4: Yeah, that's a, yeah. it's big in India, big in China.
3: What a sensation it is on Netflix. It's the number one reality show in the game right now, so we figured, hey, what if we take some of the basic premise of that show and try to connect a player – a free agent, a player on the market, with a team sight unseen—at least within the studio. You'll understand when we get to it. And then, uh, what else do we have? That's it. We're going to do some news. So why don't we do it? Let's hit the news. Starting. Uh, speaking of pressing issues.
1: Help it I'm so hungry. We need your help. We
5: need this. Come on, Greg. We are in the future. (laughs) Will you be my dad? We need your help, Greg. Can I trust you? Hey, Doug.
1: We must listen to Delaware. Do it for us. We need your help, Greg. (laughs) I'll Hello,
5: Delaware.
1: Still going on. We really need to use to
5: Delaware. It's up to you.
2: Speaking
3: of major pressing issues, Greg, again, Delaware, the tapes, where are they? When can we hear them? It is the crown jewel. It is the the great white whale.
5: It is the crown jewel of our reused bits. I mean, uh, can't be too <laughs> pressing. That uh, audio recordings from four years ago, your kids are like totally different it was stages like, 10 of life. months ago. roughly less than a
2: year ago.
3: Yeah. Uh, also, it is yes, it is what the it's not recycled if we've never heard it before. We've never heard the Delaware tapes. Where are they? We are heading into the really quiet period of the calendar in the NFL. This feels <laughs> like the year mm. this, is, this is the
2: time. Greg's like, I don't care where Amelia Earhart landed. <laughs> Old news. <laughs> it's like some, you know, when, when, Allison, think when we have no... My final, daughter's doing a big fi- project on Amelia. Well, no, the final We're step is you delivering the tapes. The case We're is not, all, you know, soft or
5: closed it. because you've not delivered any product. I mean, do I... You guys know me fairly. Do I... No, we don't. strike you as someone um, <laughs> who has kept or has any material from, like, any earlier portions of my life? You always make fun of me for
4: that. Are there earlier portions? Yeah, well yeah. that's
5: that's it more happens. our take. It's all been deleted. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you were uploaded as an organism on at age 32. Uploaded.
5: <laughs> all right, let's get to
3: it. Let's talk some cornerbacks. Um, some team, some players can be signed already because they are already free agents. An example of that is Josh Norman, the cornerback uh, who signed that huge deal with the Redskins in 2016. Well, now he has reunited uh, with Sean McDermott of the Buffalo Bills. It is a one-year, $6 million deal for the cornerback. He was released last month, Greg. He is a guy that struggled mightily last year before being benched down the stretch. But now he's not being paid like one of the highest paid cornerbacks in the league. So maybe a situation where you're not asking as much of him, you're not paying him as much. Josh Norman can help, or maybe he just can't play anymore.
5: We'll see. I, I was uh, surprised that he got as much as he did. And uh, I think it's a reminder the Bills are among the teams I expect to spend the most this year. So they they got that cap space. They just figure, may as well spend it.
4: I was surprised, too, because that was the worst season of his career. And you never know once you're past the age 30 mark. If that's the beginning of the end, or if you can bounce back maybe at age 31, age 32. But he's also a bigger corner who you don't picture moving to the slot like a lot. You know, you send a lot of guys out to pasture by putting them in the slot for a couple maybe years. Maybe safety.
5: Like, they must have a vision of him. I, I can't imagine it's an every snap player. It's a lot of money. I thought maybe it's one of those deals where you find out it's a bunch of fake money. He has to get all that. But no, it, it is a $6 million deal. Well, I mean, the,
2: the, if you want to spin pot, like what could be in terms of the positives, he's going from what was one of the more chaotic organizations in the league in, with the Redskins to a coach in Sean McDermott who knew him in Carolina very well, knows him here. McDermott consistently gets the most out of his defensive backs. And you're going into a ready-made defense I don't know. I mean, you're not. He only played sixty percent of the snaps last year. He's a part-time player. That I agree with you, Greg. The money seemed more than I th- would have thought he would have gotten.
5: Good secondary, though. I mean, that's probably mm-hmm. the the backbone of that team. Levi Wallace, Micah Hyde, Jordan Poyer, and Tre'Davious White. Who might get I think they're looking to resign?
2: Contract. Like, yeah, they're trying to redo a deal with White too.
3: In other cornerback news, this is a little uh, cautionary tale as teams look to spend tons of money in free agency next week. Tremaine Johnson has been informed by the Jets that they will be parting ways with the cornerback who, it was just 2018 that he signed a five year, $72.5 million contract uh, to be ostensibly the Jets' number one cornerback, and he never was anything close to that. He struggled on the field as a player. He struggled with injuries uh, from everything you heard. His attitude wasn't great. It was basically one of those worst-case scenarios where nothing is clicking, and despite the fact that the Jets are tied to him, um, and it really depends how the CBA plays out, uh, but they are going to eat a ton of dead money, $12 million in fact. So they could have kept him on the roster and uh, because the, the point of the matter is that they were going to be stuck with him anyway. But they think so little of him as a player and as a, a teammate, I suppose, that they said, goodbye, take a walk. We are taking the L on this one. So Tremaine Johnson hits the market at a highly depressed value.
4: $34 million he got from the Jets to play 17 games. And Dan, you know this as well as anyone. When he was benched last year, it wasn't like the Jets had great cornerbacks coming out of their ears. They were forced to play journeymen and late-round rookies, and those guys played much better than Tremaine Johnson. He just landed in the doghouse, and it didn't seem like the coaching staff had confidence in him. And the, and the story around heading into last
3: year is, yes, he was a total disaster in year one with the Jets. He had the injury issues. He didn't play well. Uh, but when Greg Williams came into town, it was Greg Williams with the Rams back in the day, where Tremaine Johnson kind of established himself as a quality cornerback. Uh, but almost immediately, he was injured in in the doghouse under Greg Williams as well. So, I imagine he will, you know, resurface with another team. He's, I think, maybe he's, back
5: to the Rams.
3: He's, uh, I believe, he's under thirty or right around thirty years 30. old. But this guy is—he, I don't think he even gets Josh Norman money, does he? No, I don't think so.
2: I want to see what Joe Douglas... I feel like we have about 2% of the Joe Douglas plan unveiled at this point. I mean, I just... I love that they cut him versus... the You know, over the weekend, it was like, they well, might keep him because of the cap hit and stuff. Move on and just start building the team that Joe Douglas wants to build.
5: You still save a little money. He did... Um, you know, it was kind of a disastrous move for the Jets. And they've had some pretty bad free agent signings between Bell. C.J. Mosley, you can't fault him for too much. It's That's injury-related. Hopefully, he bounces back in Tremaine Johnson. But he did... Uh, Make someone um, a good bargain. He won me three sandwiches. I just found out <laughs> what three was years it? ago. It was him getting the most guaranteed money of any defensive player.
3: Oh, good for you! Thought I had some little, yeah, nice little moment for you there. <laughs> uh, in other news, according to Adam Schefter of ESPN, the Saints are planning to place a first-round tender on Taysom Hill, their restricted free-agent quarterback, uh, and that means the Saints they have a chance to match any offer sheet he signs with another team. um or they will get a first-round pick back. Saints plan to re-sign him soon, but this gives them a little bit of coverage in the event that a team decides Taysom Hill is the guy.
4: Well, nobody should be surprised by this. We've
5: got the head coach seriously comparing him to Steve Young. And if that's your comparison... I still was a little surprised, but he's proven my conspiracy theories wrong that I I thought they wanted to... uh, have him sign elsewhere, potentially. He's going to be their backup, and that's a fair price for a backup. And to me, putting the first round tender versus the second is, you know, mostly saying to Taysom Hill, here's a little proof of all the nice things we're saying to you. We don't need to give you this extra million dollars. Really, we could keep you either way, but we really do value and maybe see you as a a part of our future. Ideally, wouldn't you... Breeze
2: has missed six starts over the last two years. They've already talked about giving Taysom Hill a bigger share of snaps and, and part of the offense. I If the Saints ever went south, or even if they didn't, and Breeze needed a rest week or two, I would want to see a few starts from Taysom Hill if I'm the Saints to game plan for what you do next offseason with this
4: player. Mm-hmm. He's become one of those guys who's sort of a lightning rod. Everybody's got an opinion on him. And most people, I don't know how they reach this point that are really negative on him. I have no idea what it is about Taysom Hill. They've decided he can't play football. But Nick Underhill, who's a beat writer for the Saints, says as as much as the Saints have praised him publicly, they think more highly of him privately and speak more highly of him privately than they even do in public. Mm.
3: I I will speak to the other side of that. I don't hate Taysom Hill, but I think people that when you see him get a first round tender, for instance, today, and he's going to make a pretty good penny. It sounds like at the end of the day for a guy that's what thrown 18 passes, he's a quarterback. That, he plays I think, so many other positions. I understand that, but I think that is more—if you want to even call criticism—that he's just extremely untested at a professional level
5: as a quarterback. Uh, and some people think other people are getting carried away based on a very. Small I think defense. it would be. This is a big step, though, that he even goes into the year as a true backup. And getting paid the money that he is, which I think he will be. Teddy Bridgewater. But I think
4: people have misread that all along. Sean Payton has valued him for two things. One, his versatility. And two, so he won't be left holding the bag when Drew Brees loses it or walks away. And I think he places a high value on that. In other news, the
3: Rams have a new logo. Maybe. (laughs) Uh, The Rams, of course, are moving into their new stadium and to go along with that. They are updating their uniforms. They've made minor adjustments over the years uh, since their move to Los Angeles in the color scheme, Uh, but an image leaked yesterday over the weekend. Charles Robinson of Yahoo Sports Sports, uh, said that it is indeed the real logo, and it's one of those things where the L.A. is prominent in the logo, and then there's a Ram's horn, but gone is the profile of the ram. Uh what do you guys think about this potential very possible perhaps definite new Los Angeles Rams logo?
2: Well I mean it was it it took over Sunday's Twitter conversation because it's and it's Dikes, probably I, I was not involved with that. Well, I, I stayed I, out of these. I, Sunday I wasn't conversing, NFL but I was reading it and like I, I think it's probably uh, you know a bit of a nightmare for any team to find something floated and then you want to hope it's on the radar. For uh, sure. It's on Mark's radar. No, no. I uh, here's the thing. I don't think I feel as strongly off. Other people do, but <laughs> here's the argument against it. If you look at it, you have to go look at it while you're listening to this. It's a confusing logo in the sense that. It, need, it, it looks like with the horn circling the A that it's LAC, which stands for Chargers. The horn itself looks a little bit like Thunderbolts. And then on top of it, it, to me, it just, although someone else pointed out that the way that the horn goes over the L and the A, that it is reminiscent of the St. Louis arch. So there's a lot of, Im, like, from an image side. And it's a
4: nod to their past. And,
2: that, and I don't hate that, but that, their real
4: past is L.A., not St. Louis. I, mean, I just don't understand it. What is a goat horn about that?
5: Yeah, their team president. Well, I, I think that people are saying it is not jumping out as anything. Quick. Just before we started taping, uh, like sent out the GIF, you know, the the Will Ferrell anchorman boy that escalated quickly. So I don't know if that is confirming or denying. Who said that? Um, Kevin Demoff, who, who's their team president, it. put it on Twitter. But I don't know if that's saying it is or isn't the logo. We don't know for sure. But I immediately just thought of the Chargers logo experience from – a year ago, I believe it was where they. maybe might have been a couple years ago. But where yeah. supposedly their new logo leaked, it got so much negative reaction on social media. Never saw that logo, so I don't know. It that's the, that's that's what I thought of the, about this. Was this is getting a lot of reaction? Will we see this logo or not? And that because the Rams my, have underrated uniforms. It's tricky when you have a good I like uniform. I know <laughs> and, and this isn't the uniform. This underrated is the logo now. Right. I, I know this is the logo, not the uniform, but it's all connected. I think they have a great logo uniform combo. Overall, one of the better ones. So it's, it's tough to when you're changing from something that's really good. I'd argue don't mess with it, but we talked about uniforms in the past couple of
2: weeks where this whole. You know, if with a uniform front, if you get this five-year deal where you have to keep what may be something that the public doesn't like, change all that, sweep it away. And I think if they float, if the logo got floated and the re- res- the public response is not positive, well, you should allow the Rams to go redo the logo. Sure. I mean, give me a break sure. on you know having them be married to this well, the, uh, scenario. Yeah, test group of one. And I love it, by the way, because I have been told that I will <laughs> yeah. love it.
5: And, and I, got, I love it. I it said is I just is, is, is now a legit Rams fan and she she was not um, feeling it. Mm, well, that's the young demographic, too. You want
3: to that's where you really want to get your claws into. The,
5: yeah. You know, are we not part of that? 10 and under Mark emo?
3: We See. are we are well, well out. You'll be lucky if we're alive in, you know, a year. <laughs> Let's
5: face it. Fair
3: point. Um, not get off and if years. you've sensed an urgency to Mark's uh, monologue there. He's got that Browns uniform unveiling on his mind, and he's very nervous about it.
2: I'm not. I I, I have been. I received little. A little Birdie has spoken to me and told me that I should be encouraged by you what think this person would
3: like being described as a little birdie. Yeah.
2: Well, it's just a. It's like you call a private eye an eye. Did just I like a little, you know, catchphrase. I
3: was speaking to an eye. <laughs> <laughs> the Giants. According to a report, are not close to an extension with Leonard Williams. This could be a little egg on the face. Because, as you may recall, they gave up two draft picks to the J-Men last year to acquire the defensive lineman. And the idea was that they would then sign him to a deal and he could be an anchor in the middle of their defensive line. Well, as things stand... Rap sheet reports that the Giants are not close, so that is a little bit of pressure, and uh, if you're Dave Gettleman, you want to get this deal done because the Giants were not a competitive team last year. They weren't in a win-now mode last season when they got Leonard Williams, so they didn't really acquire him just to for nine games or whatever last year. It was, it was supposed to be a long-term move, unless... Unless they didn't like what they saw, and they I've heard I've them.
5: heard a lot of Giants fans. You know, oh well, we get a you know we get a. Listen, to are dismissive Giants fans. <laughs> compensatory. Voice. Pick. It
3: happened. There was two Super Bowl games. You've won huh. so many others. Okay. Greg. I've heard a lot Just of gentlemen.
5: It it's like okay, you could get the compensatory pick back. First of all, that's not for another year. It's 30 picks later. Second, you might not get it back. I feel like this misinformation with compensatory picks happens every year. The Giants would only get it if they see more quality free agents leave the building than they get. And that is not going to happen for them this year. They are going to be signing. Free agents because they need it. They do not have quality free agents other than Leonard Williams, really, expectedly. Maybe Marcus Golden. But I don't think they're going to end up on the positive side of the ledger and get a compensatory pick, is what my point is.
4: There's also a conspiracy theory out there that the Giants could have a wink, wink, nudge, nudge deal with Leonard Williams, let him hit the market, and then sign him after he hit the market so they would only have to give up a fifth round pick instead of a fourth round pick to the Jets, which seems like a lot of trouble to go through just to save yourself a, a late round one. One round
3: and a little bit of an unnecessary risk because right. who's yeah. to say some team that has fallen right. in love with Leonard Williams's tape doesn't march in with a way better offer? Doesn't Kimberly pass Jones the smell test. Down. Yeah, and
2: Kimberly Jones remembered that at the combine, Dave Gettleman, you know, at during one of the, his his highfalutin press conference, told everyone he would get killed. <laughs> I'll get killed, he said, if
5: if the Giants don't re-sign. I, Leonard now, what did Williams. Dave
3: Gettleman do to you? What? Uh, Why did you call it a no, highfalutin press conference? What is I happening right here? Like of the, all the people like that to
5: say highfalutin about, Gettleman seems like a I feel like joke. two years
2: in a row, like Gettleman's combine press conferences have just been uh, a little bit extra.
5: I was embedded. I don't know if you got. Oh, that's right, you were. That. So I shouldn't even comment on it. With, with the Giants, uh, it, it was entertaining. It was. Uh, you were embedded, spirited. Yes, at the combine, spirited. Is there I I wouldn't have called it high falutin. Is there a falutin without high? Right. Is there a low no. falutin? Just uh, a regular old falutin. We don't find out about those events. That guy. Yeah, that was it. Was a falutin party. It was pretty good. <laughs>
3: Well, hey, you can I I watched the guy very closely for 4 years. You want to give him 15 million a year? Go ahead. I'm with you on I mean, that. Go ahead. I mean, if that's what if that's what you want to do with your money, I will not judge you. But that's supposedly what his market is or he wants the market to be. That seems like a lot of scratch. So you're, there's a scenario where the Giants, now it's my turn to bury the Giants, there's a scenario where the Giants hypothetically give Leonard Williams $15 million a year and then give Jadavian Clowney $37 million a year, whatever the horrible market uh, or the perceived market of his is, and that they're just going to load those guys up and weigh down their salary cap with these guys that don't put up any numbers? I feel
2: like most of the Gettleman experience <laughs> I, was I in it. Carolina, you know, removing cap, like making cap room, getting rid of veterans. When you guys actually asked Gettleman at the combine about Steve Smith that one year. And he acknowledged that maybe Steve Smith wouldn't be around anymore. It was like, and he goes to the giants and all they've done is move mm. veterans and move big price tags. So I don't feel like he's going to go hog wild as he would say, or hog Molly wild in the, in the agency period. He could
5: be tagged. And I do think he would have that strong of a market. I think he would get, plenty as an above guys who are young but, above average starters and i uh, have a pedigree they get paid a lot of money
4: i'd love to see the the clowny leonard williams combined for three and a half sacks next year at 40 million dollars <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's all in play finally in the news the nfl
3: that's the breaking news flash what do we got ricky
1: this just in: Our ATN Instagram page hit fifteen thousand followers. Hey-o. Hey now, hey. hey! So if you're not following and you want to follow, just post some fun behind the scenes content. Fifteen thousand—that's like what ten percent of listeners, if that. Let's get this up, guys, at the ATN podcast. If you don't have an Instagram, you got to look in the mirror. Okay, make one. Follow.
5: That
3: sound like that was not that was a demand of the audience. But well,
5: it's it's come hey, to that. It we make very few that. demands of our audience. Right, it's Rick, come to this. The next step is sending Rick out um, and conducting some vigilante justice to any <laughs> any listeners who uh, aren't following.
4: No, you're in the pocket of Big Social. A couple
3: some some moves if you want to be that guy. If you want to be the one that has to be an enforcer, you get the <laughs> baton with to the knee. You do okay. some knee damage. The other one is, and I like this one, uh, break thumbs.
1: Mm, but then they can't follow if their thumbs broke. Right. They can't no, press the follow. Not both. Okay. But Look. you also got
3: your pointer finger.
1: That's true. That's true.
2: But I, if you do those, you have to be much more careful now because video cameras are everywhere. So just because like, I'm in a back alley behind Ralph's banging on someone with a baton, like, they're going to find you. Hoisted it on your own petard. <laughs> so you got to be careful where the hit goes down. Um...
3: This is not breaking news, but I just saw this. The Raiders... Oh, but good job. And Ricky, good job by this you. This is not breaking Thank news. Because you, uh, you've you done a great job with that. Thank and you. And make sure to bring that up in your employee review. Okay, cool. Superior. Thank you. Let them know. The Raiders announced the release of veteran linebacker Tahir Whitehead. Uh, the move clears $6.25 million of Whitehead's $7.3 million cap number from the books. He signed a three-year deal in the... 2018 free agency period after a six-year run with the Raiders. He was a starter uh, for Oakland during that entire run. uh, Every game, in fact, over the last two seasons. Uh, But the Raiders are looking to improve in their linebacking group. Make some
5: cap space. They're going to be spenders. Um, And just as a warning... The whole Oakland, LA, Las Vegas thing. Oh, try to try that to job pick. I made. Well, no, I wasn't even. You you said he was with the Oakland Raiders. They was that was oh, true. Well, he was, was with nailed them. it. Hmm. I I have been writing Oakland in my in my copy. So that is that is something that we're good. all going to have to yep. get rid of. Okay, just a warning sign.
4: They sign a new version of Tahir Whitehead every year. Don't worry, they'll get some journeyman <laughs> linebacker in there. Vontez Burfict probably not coming back.
3: And finally, the NFL Players Union announced Monday that has extended the voting window from Thursday to Saturday at 11.59 p.m. Eastern uh, to make a vote on the new collective bargaining agreement that was drafted by the owners and was sent along to the players. It has to be a majority vote. There are notable players out there that have made it um, known that they do not like this proposal from the owners: Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Kenny Stills. What's the guy? What's the crazy guy that we played the the offensive lineman from Miami? Pouncy, incognito, pouncy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so many options. None, none of whom were at- the, uh, the O line coach. <laughs> yes. None of whom were at the meeting. Oh, that's fair. Uh, but there's also been other players on the other side. Ryan Fitzpatrick is one guy, and there's been several others that have voiced. Uh, support for the new CBA, which um, it does, I, it sounds like one of the big, one of the, without us digging in, because who wants to do that? But one of the, the big positives for the players is the minimum salary is going to go up fairly substantially. And that, there is speculation that because of that, and most players are closer to that end of the spectrum than the star spectrum, that that will be something that could give you the necessary amount of votes. I guess we'll see.
5: Right, and that uh, this was a, an agreement that their executive committee negotiated for three or four months. They obviously approved it, but the whole thing is really messy. Like the, the the voting is not due until midnight Saturday into Sunday. The franchise tag deadline, as scheduled, is two days before that, but it's under the old CBA, so for now teams can use two tags. But if the players approve it and everyone. Not, not everyone, but I think the expectation, the conventional wisdom is that it will pass. You only need over 50%. And I, I think people believe that it will pass. Then that means two days later, the rules are going to be different. And then it, there's only one more day until free agency even starts mm-hmm. in terms of legal tampering. Meanwhile... You got the the union voting their p- new president and executive committee in the middle of this week while this is all going on. And Russell o. Kung is filing, um, you know, a, a legal issue, a complaint with the National Labor Board that his bosses at the labor union are, you know, working in bad faith against him and other people. It's like the whole thing. Let's clean it up here. Also, it's messy. Also, push the they're going to push. They should push free agency back. That's my point. Also, Corona. In the middle of all this, that too,
2: it is. That's an issue. As you like what? What is
5: the hurry? Why? Why would we? This is a, a whatever billion dollar business. You're going to operate under one rule on Thursday and then operate under different rules on Saturday, and then you're going to start the whole league year the next day. That's like, fair. Huh? What's the hurry? How many of the players voting have read the entire <laughs> new proposal from wire to wire? It's hundreds I just, of I wonder, pages. Correct. I, just, I think that I think they're yeah. reading the. The bullet points, which they're, you know, Aaron Rodgers sent one to all of his players on the Packers, which kind of was like a. a the one. last
3: bullet, I'll never talk to you again if you don't agree with me.
5: <laughs> it was like a one pager, basically.
3: With and the, the guy's like, I don't, you don't details. talk to me anyway. So how does this change anything for me?
4: <laughs> for what it's worth, and you could say it's not worth much because he's, he's the outgoing president of the NFLPA and worked on this deal. Eric Winston told Peter King that he thinks it will pass, and he thinks it will pass by a lot.
3: Hmm. I'm taking a Purell break right now. <laughs> Anybody else wanted? Is it sponsored now? Nope, not sponsored. I mean, your hands are all over the bottle. Refreshing gel.
4: Yeah, but the- see, Wes is getting it. What? What does it matter if my hands are all over the bottle? How else are you going to get to the Purell? My wife is pregnant. I've been told it's very important that I stay my hands stay that clean makes at sense. all times.
5: <laughs> now you both touch the bottle. I don't know. I'll then holding it up to the mic just. That's called being a pro. That's called (laughs) classic podcasting. That's a
3: pro, that's a bro, and a bro who's a pro. All right, let's move on. Moving on. That's what's happening in the news. All right, let's get into it. Love is Blind. What what a program on Netflix.
1: You hold me close, tell me that you can read my mind. How do you get to know
5: how I feel inside? Well, the funny thing
3: is, is that this I, this has no connection to oh. Love Is Blind, but doesn't it sound like it would? Uh,
5: I just I, I assume this was the theme song. <laughs> <laughs> sure, it is. Why not? Bad assumption. All right, so for those of, I'm, I'm sure there's going a on.
3: there's a chunky uh, segment of our audience that has not seen this Netflix sensation.
4: What kind of music is that? Uh, it's
3: you know, it's what the kids were listening to like eight years ago. What
4: noises are those? <laughs> What instrument makes that sound?
3: It was done on a computer, most likely.
4: Right. Anyway, if you haven't
3: seen the show, the premise is, is fairly simple. They have a group of men and a group of women. They're they're called pods, Mark. Mark, I know you caught up, you binged all through the weekend.
2: Pods, they yes, they begin in pods.
3: Right, so they actually get they go on quote unquote dates. Um, there's a frosted glass between them and two rooms they never actually see each other but they go on multiple dates where they just talk for X amount of time they never make it clear how long these quote unquote dates well, they're are like, they're
2: nestling like large glasses of like wine and stuff so I think right. they go on as long as they wanted to kind of
3: so my my uh, and it ends uh, that the first portion of the show ends with a proposal and these people these these maniacs and there was like six or seven of them uh, group, couples You propose to the person without ever actually seeing them. You don't. If you want to,
2: you don't. If you want to, like Well, you
3: don't have to propose.
2: No, but it's like some people were compelled, and it was like this highly emotional. You're in a legit bubble. You can't, there's no phones. There's no right. outside world. And you fall in love with this person because you've dug in all this deep material without seeing each other. Then these proposals were happening, which I agree was, you know, to, the, to us watching it. Pretty right?
3: mad. Yeah. And then once they're proposed,
5: there's you're again, paid for it, though. More frosted glass. Well,
2: Greg, that is, the whole thing is not about them getting paid.
3: It's this about is
5: love, bro. Like, of course bro. it is. They're, they're going through multiple rounds it. of auditions, right? So and cynical. It's a job. So but cynical. it's a job that you're getting paid for there's know. a long hallway you, people you gotta audition to just be on like game shows you're definitely auditioning for that shame on you greg <laughs> <laughs> a second part of the show long hallway two more frosted
3: panes of glass it opens up and you see the person who's now your fiance and not everyone's as pleased as you would think some people are a little disappointed but the, what they see yeah. is love blind west
5: yes or no let's start there
4: no of
5: course not what kind of
1: no, Greg. You wouldn't fall in love with Emika if she was on the other side of glass, and you well, got the, to learn her personality a and no. fall in love with her. A you her. You don't but love as her
5: as long as he's getting paid. To pay I'm, her. Saying no. <laughs> I'm saying no. I'm saying no because that's creating an artificial situation you never would be in. And yeah, I would Lock say I would say no one's been no one's. Uh, that's not happening. Well,
2: Looking I mean, some for people love have love have reality in, television. Some people Please. have fallen in love in the past through writing sure. letters without seeing sure. each
5: other. That's happened hundreds and hundreds and hundreds sure. of times. I'm saying certainly that's possible. But if you're like Podsible. It, you're putting it in a way. There you go. <laughs> by, by nature, <laughs> there's up. vanity involved when you're going on television. Attraction, I love. think it would have, well. be, um, would have to be important. And maybe the, those, you know, at this point, you're sending some pictures. So how do we turn this into a pod seg? We will take
3: um, a team, we'll, without naming the team, we will take a player on the free agency market to be, without naming the player, um, show why it's a sensible match. Then we'll all guess what the pairing is. This could be pretty easy. I mean, it's very possible... Uh, but who knows? Maybe maybe love is blind. Somehow that connects. So I'll, I'll get us going just to give it a little bit of structure. This this NFL team. Anybody watching the XFL, by the way?
2: A little bit that. here and there.
3: No. No. I have not. This team is in uh, <laughs> the top percentile of teams in, uh, in terms of available cap space. They have a several needs but nothing higher uh, well, so both sides are blind both sides are blind oh, okay. both sides so are blind you went first uh yeah and uh one of their biggest needs is on the defensive line they need help across the defensive line but at the edge especially I'll tell you how bad it was their leading, their top edge rusher in terms of pressures last season 33 pressures I never even heard of the guy now the scientists probably have Mark yeah, coin flip at best. Uh,
2: but I apparently don't watch the
3: sport. He had nearly his, their leading pressure guy had nearly 50 less than the sack leader in the NFL.
4: And we
5: can agree. We can't be looking up these things on our computer. No, ever. that would be I, cheating. Can Love I take a wild
4: stab? Yeah. Buffalo Bills and Yannick Ngakwe. OK, no. And oh, also, I don't know if
3: that's in the spirit of what we're doing here.
4: <laughs> I don't, how am I supposed to know yeah. what the spirit is? I don't even know what it is.
3: Anyway, uh, this player, uh, this team produced just 23 sacks last season, last in football. Uh, Their two leading sackers had a combined eight and a half sacks, okay? And um, so the player that I think would be a good marriage partner is someone that knows how to get to the quarterback. We saw it. It's someone that... uh, is on the market, and you know what? I wouldn't trust this team's management structure to get it right through the draft because they've had some big swings and misses along the defensive line uh, under this current general manager. So mm. this particular player uh, seems to like it where he where he was last season, uh, pointed out the fact that, listen, I'm down to stay here. I also like that I don't have to pay uh, oh, Income right.
2: taxes. Okay. We know yeah. one of them. Well, when you're ready. Okay. I just want to blow up the so, spirit of it.
3: You have a major sack artist. You have a man that's looking to stay home, but also likes uh, the the federal tax structure and uh, a team that has a lot of money to spend and has a major
2: need at the position. Mark? We know it's Shaq Barrett because we hit on that. A, doesn't likes the Florida tax scenario, doesn't like moving his family around the country. So I'm going Shaq Barrett on half of the match. Wait, you got to go through
5: the whole thing if you're going to jump Well, in. I will,
2: but then I, the, you're I, I believe I want to go Jets on the other side. Mm. But you said well, – you, you missed I, the the tax thing. I think I know. I think I know. Greg, oh, for okay. the steal?
5: I mean, Miami Dolphins. The Miami Dolphins uh, oh, and Shaquille Oh, he wants to Barrett. stay
2: in that tax world. So, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. The
3: The the glass slides open, they meet it meet each other in the I hallway. did it off
5: the whole like combined the top two guys had eight and a Let half. Let me fill sack. in can't be many teams where no one had uh, any sacks Does anybody know who
3: had the most pressures uh on the Dolphins last year? He's a linebacker. Vince Beagle? Vince
2: Beagle. Nice
5: West.
3: Had thirty three pressures last season. Shaq That's Barrett bad. has He said, was one of
5: the guys early on saying, I love this Miami tanking because it's given me some playing time. And look what he did with it.
3: Shaq said that he loves the Bucs. He'd even take maybe a hometown discount to stay with the team that took a shot on him during his prove it year. But he also, like, one of the reasons he wants to stay in Tampa is because there's no tax uh, where he plays uh, the Dolphins' 23 sacks, Taco Charlton, and Sam Iguovian. 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 They were the top two guys. Taco Charlton, Charles Harris, Jonathan Ledbetter. Mm. Jonathan
5: Yellow Ledbetter. How many of these names did you make up? It's, that's a rough... Uh, and Avery Moss. And Taco Charlton joined last the team year. like halfway through. And Chris Greer, the GM. He's been there a while now. Chris uh, Greer, also the leading sacker. That threw me off the scent. The whole, you know, their GMs has, has struggled because I was thinking new, new regime.
3: Charles Harris in 2017 went in the first round. 2013, of course, Deion Jordan, number three. Mm. And uh, they have $94 million to spend in free agency. Got to spend it somewhere. So why not get this studly edge rusher who's young? I think he's 27. And then, you know, put your draft focus elsewhere. Because guess what? They have three first-round picks and 14 draft picks overall. Mm. Two in the second round as well. Love is blind. That's my take.
5: Barrett's not going anywhere, though. That's the only. Problem. Well,
3: is he going to get franchised? Is that he what is. we're saying?
5: Well, Arian, they have been pretty aggressive saying, "I and to their credit, I think they really are going to choose him over Jameis Winston. They, if they don't get a deal done, and I think there there would be ground here to get a deal done, um, then they'll tag him. All right, let and by the way, tag him, him.
3: Uh, let everyone get through their setup before you uh, jump in, Mark. You handle that with grace. Right there, perfectly. Okay. Okay. Wes, a little quick on the draw?
4: I mean... well could, could the segment... was well, he hanging didn't in the persist, balance there? though. He didn't persist. I have no. watched zero seconds of Love is Blind, so I don't know your <laughs> format. <laughs> it's not... I, I, I struggle, actually,
3: Mark, yeah. to connect Love is now, Blind with the segment, uh, but, you know, what? It, yeah, why not? All right. Who's up next? Who wants to go?
2: I can do one for you. All right. You. <laughs> Um, So I'm thinking of a team, first of all, that uh, when it comes to free agency, I trust them in free agency because instead of colossally overpaying uh, desperately, this is a team... Uh, with a, with a long-standing front office that understands when we see a veteran out there that can make our team better, we understand uh, how to pick a player that's going to be good in our locker room, number one, fit our culture that's an, an unchanging culture um, for years and years, and tweak our offense in the way that we need it to be tweaked. And this team that I'm thinking of is pretty perfect in a lot of ways. And they're, they're original thinkers, and they do what they want to do, but they could use a little help through the air, And what they could really use, because I think it's a team that already has an ability to stretch the field a little bit here and there, but they could use a really solid veteran, trusty wide receiver. And the one that I'm thinking of is one that has shown an ability to, at the flip of a switch, go from system A to system B and make an immediate difference. A player that once uh, switched teams last season – Ripped off I know two yeah. big 100-yard games for another team that, like this team he would be going to, likes to... Punish you with an old school style of offense. So this veteran
3: this
5: receiver, is like Jeopardy, just whoever can press
2: the button right <laughs> first. <laughs> I will if you guys feel good, I'll leave it right there.
3: You want to add it? No, but it's well, I, add, oh, we get on the back end can do it as well.
2: Sure, I think like I think I've kind of laid it out for you. I think I, I see heads nodding. I don't, Wes, I'm not going
4: to belabor the point. I'm more confident in the player than the team. Okay, how about you say the one you're more confident in, Emmanuel Sanders? Oh, is that correct? That is absolutely correct. Well, and the Ravens
3: absolutely correct. <laughs> mm. I, I thought it was Amari, though. Yeah, so, I would have been wrong. Well, no, yeah. so,
2: and I, I understand that Emmanuel Sanders, when you, le- when you rank these guys, like it's that. not yeah. one or two on the list of wide receivers, but it kind of reminds me the way that people looked at Mark Ingram last year, like, oh, he's a 1B back you know, in, in New Orleans, and can he really be, he goes there and he fits so well, and I just think Emmanuel Sanders is someone that would immediately be productive in that
5: offense. I think he'll get a really good contract, because I think teams like the Ravens the Patriots are reportedly pretty interested in Sanders they tried to trade for him last year didn't didn't get him
3: do the Niners not have the cap space no I think the Niners will, they could will too be they could to perfect fit. too actually one of the kind of underrated killer things for them was his injury which kind of took him out of the Super Bowl
2: essentially. yeah mm. I think he could, he's, he needs to go to a win now team too I wouldn't want him to go to a rebuilding team that is about 32 now. right just you know get it done that's a nice. That would be when the glass, frosted glass,
3: slides open. I think both sides would be very happy with what they. Good say.
2: couple. Good couple. Mm.
3: They are the. They would start making out. They would go to first base right there.
2: They'd both be delighted with what they saw.
3: A little tonsil hockey, as they call it, Erica, in nineteen eighty-six. Yeah. <laughs> <That's
5: all. Gross. laughs> tonsil hockey. All right. Erica's like, "Why did you come to me with this <laughs> thought, Dan?" Uh, all uh, thoughts. All right. I'll jump in. All right, I'm gonna to try to keep it simple, more vague. All right, this uh, this team, I think it could be looking for a new start at this position, for a new start, open hearts, um, open to new possibilities of love. I think they want to get their the fan base excited. You know, invigorate this fan base. Get get some people. Um, excited about the the franchise and maybe play you know by, by signing this this player. Um, you'll know, play to what's an improving other side of the ball play to the, an improving defense. you know put this player in place, play play to an improving defense. Um, and they could do it with a guy um, that's one of the the better deep ball throwers in the league a year ago who who has the same career winning perc- percentage. Don't be typing out too much there, Mark. I'm, I'm typing your votes. Okay. So same career winning percentage. <laughs> so is I Wes. want the music. I, I'm trying to remember what he's yeah, saying. As <laughs> uh, as Eli Manning, the the two of them, you know, a future. I know ha- who this is. Future yep. Hall of Famer Eli Manning, and um, is a little older than you think. He's been around. He's been around a little, little longer and a little older than you think. So he's seen some things.
3: He's seen some things. That's right.
5: Love that music coming in. <laughs> I can't believe this isn't from the show. They should use it. Could have been. They could have been
3: taking it from the same library. They cut some corners on that show. As you know, Rick. <laughs> they kind of oh cheaped yeah, out on that show. yeah, the
1: insane. The reunion didn't even have a live audience. No. Like The Bachelor, which live tonight, the finale.
3: See, that I'm out on.
1: Yeah, me too, but. But even the
3: wedding days, what a mess. Oh, my God. There you go. All right. That went on forever. The oh, my God. You got a guess? I got a guess. I, I mean, I have. I don't know the team. I have a player guess. You want to combine? I
5: mean, sure. I didn't want to combine. Okay,
4: Ryan Tannehill. That was my guess. That's right. And
5: I have the Los Angeles Chargers. No. Uh. So I guess I kept it too vague. Uh, that was going to be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Here's a matchup no one's been uh, talking about. They need a new start. Maybe he's not going to get the fan base excited. <laughs> yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that was a little bit hindsight. Uh, but play to that Bolzassons. Play to that improving defense. It's back to that. Just Florida have a quarterback that's scenario. not going to blow it for you. Basically, I think. You're,
3: I mean, the Bolzassons is more a creation of this room. He
5: was their fifth in uh, DVOA last year. Yeah, but maybe. turning those turnovers. Okay, I, I'm utterly unconvinced
2: of Ryan Tannehill goes to another team that we're going to get last year's version of Ryan Tannehill.
5: I, that is a Total TBD to me. I just feel like uh, the whole Tannehill could be a freaking. He's getting overlooked because of these old guys. Um, He'd be an interesting guy to change teams if he did. All right, Wes. This team
4: has arguably the slowest number one wide receiver in the league. They have no tight end with more than 300 yards last season. They drafted three rookies, but didn't play them much at wide receiver. They have a young quarterback with intriguing touch on downfield throws, Mm. and they play four wide receiver sets, but only have two established wide receivers. Okay. This player is perhaps the best deep threat on the market. Mm. Uh, He is a little bit of a question mark off the field, and he does not seem likely to sign with his former team.
5: All I, right, I know the player. the player. The player is uh, is overt. That's yeah, obvious. it's uh, it's Arizona Cardinals and Robbie Anderson. That's correct. Go. look at that love. It's not blind. Mm, see each other. <laughs> <laughs> could see that they could use they could use a deep threat. I thought about them and Amari. I feel like the Cardinals are uh, an underrated team this offseason in terms of just could go bananas and spend a lot of money. Kime's been there a while and uh, has pl- plenty of cap space, and they kind of need to do that year two, get their own guys in. I can see Robbie Anderson and drafting a wide receiver
2: at number one, and suddenly you've got mm. all you need there, and you're good. That's That makes a lot of sense. Is Robbie Anderson, because, you know, we've seen the show, He, there are a couple wild cards in some of those couples. Robbie Anderson feels, in terms of a love match, if you really want to... Volatile. As a lifelong mate, Robbie Anderson, I'm saying the... He's like most the likely to be a guy man. that was like your your wig's been crooked. Your wig is
3: Carlton.
5: Yeah, that's yeah, not good. Like your wig is slipping.
3: Your wig's slipping. It's been slipping the whole time. I
5: show. mean, I I, I wrote about uh, you know guys who could be overpaid. I mean, if Robbie Anderson feels near the top of the list, supposedly he's going to make thirteen to fifteen million a year. At least that's what he's hoping will make more than Tyrell Williams. He's got some pretty big red flags.
3: I think you are a little bit overly down on Robbie Anderson.
5: I think I think he, he's, he's a really as, good player, but he's literally been arrested twice, had trouble with two different coaching staffs, and he hasn't been that productive. Which know staffs?
3: It, which staffs? He, had? he has had no issues with the gay staff. Okay, but he is absolutely was a red flag guy with off the field issues. I think he gets kind of a little bit lumped in with all the dysfunction around the Jets mm-hmm. more than his actual play. And my a little bit of a fear and trepidation I have is this idea that the Jets, again, with all this cap space and this need to completely build out the wide receiver group, he's a perfect guy to have in the building if you don't think he's a total knucklehead. If you think he's maturing... I would pay him and then go draft a real number one wide receiver and then he got Crowder and maybe Chris Herndon comes back and he got a nice little nucleus there. I think the Jets and the reports are actually starting to bubble up a little bit in the last couple of days that they actually aren't out on Robbie. Maybe that's real, maybe that's not. It makes all the sense in the world to me to keep Anderson in that building because I actually do think that the chemistry with him and Darnold's pretty good. Once you got past all the BS... Um, Around Darnold last year, between the pass protection woes and the sickness, I'd they, be bummed. He could he could be a 1,200 yard, eight to ten touchdown guy in the right scenario.
2: I kind of I'm with you that I hate because we follow these teams that can't get any traction. Like you, the, to watch some of the talent that leaves the roster is frustrating. But they know 20 times more about Robbie Anderson and the Robbie Anderson experience
5: than any of us. So if they let him walk, he's it's just in, it's informative to me to some. He's just okay. Forget about even the off field stuff. He's just the type of guy who often turns into a bad free agent contract, which is a a good, not great player getting great receiver money because there's no other options on the free agency market that are deep guys. And then you have all these uh, rookies coming in with this draft class that'll be coming at a much uh, more affordable rate. He
3: has just, uh, because he was in one I had down the road, but uh, he had 37 catches thrown on balls thrown 20 or more yards downfield since 2016. That's 11th best in football. Uh, so you put like, him with a better situation, a functional office. I like I him in Arizona.
5: I would, I would like that fit.
4: And he averages 15 yards a catch. You know, that just made me think with this new CBA and the marijuana law changes, what does that do for a guy like Martavis Bryant? Wouldn't he just be right back in the league? They
5: said hmm. that it won't, like, count towards old. Uh, like He's going to have to go through the normal process to get back in the league under the old rules. Come on, is man. is surprising to me.
3: <laughs> yeah, I'm with you, Wes.
4: I mean, what's what's good for the goose is good for the gander.
5: Come on. It's like a reverse <laughs> grandfathered clause. What, 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 like, let's break that. I never them. really have known. What does that mean? The goose and the gander. Oh,
4: Well, isn't a gander a flock of geese? I don't uh, know. Okay. I could be dead wrong about What's that. good for that one makes is good sense. for all. That,
5: that makes sense. What about one
3: in hand is better than two in the bush? Yeah. Right.
4: that so one mystifies on me. Love to that, say, I've, I've thought about that. that, that. Often. I mean, I don't that,
2: that one's I mean,
3: self-explanatory, right? That's like, but well, yeah. what's in the bush? Oh, you're kind of guessing. What's your? What's in your hand? By the way,
2: a bird. You've captured a bird, and that's better than having
4: you <laughs> yeah, know
5: it's more really of the. You got one bird. bird. Is that better than the possibility of having is that two? A bird in hand is better than two in the well, bush. Well, it's like right. you know, I thought it was just
3: one in hand. That the
4: bird bird is, in the hand is better than two. in the Don't overlook what you've what what is this saying?
3: You've never even heard of the saying. Oh, you just like tonsil hockey. It's.
1: But you got birds in the where?
3: A bird in hand is better than two in the bush.
5: That's a that's a famous. Which I, means it's better to have that something up. that's a short thing, even if it's not as bountiful. Like, or as great as what like, you she's might get. To Shakespearean say this, era. She's trying to say this saying should be canceled. But uh, have you ever tried no no to catch a bird in a bush? bush? No one was. Thinking Wait, you're talking about canceling that.
1: that? No, I just oh. I just think it doesn't hold up. Like it's like, oh yeah, I got two in the bush. Like it just doesn't. Oh. Make sense
3: to okay. me. Are you going Orson Welles right now? What, what are, what's going Yeah, on?
1: I mean, it's just like I hear you four old men talking about Yeah, you got two in the bush
2: Well, we're not saying that the statement is awesome Get your, your mind
4: out of here. You <laughs> took
5: it there You took it Greg, you were
1: looking back Smirking at me I didn't know time. why
5: you were No, that is not why See, you're I looked at You seemed completely done, dumbfounded And I wanted to hear from you And I guess I, 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 I guess, Also
1: I, because a bird is Is what people call women, too
3: well, In, in 1968, London <laughs> and by the way since you brought it up two birds in the bush can I just say that you are two years away from 30 and I'm in my 30s so maybe you're, you shouldn't be calling everyone an old yeah boy.
1: but y'all be 40 before I'm 30 touche so just saying
2: cool this whole bit so, about you being we're like we're basically, young basically both 30 something yeah we are, we are we are you're
1: not supposed to tell the whole world my age <laughs> it's better than two in the bush
3: alright I think that's a good place to stop can I have the music again Just to say goodbye That was the other thing The music budget of that show They never used a real song The whole
5: time Everything was from A rights library Like this Well this is one it, It's gonna after the, It's been such a hit They're gonna Go all out for season two
2: yeah,
5: That
4: noise right there What instrument is it? That's kind of like a dance house
3: type sound that was very popular on the radio about five, ten years ago. It's
4: hideous. It's hideous.
3: All right. We'll be back on Wednesday uh, with another show. Uh, and, yes, free agency is right around the corner. And we have a big week. Can you lower that just a, just a touch? <laughs> or just stop it. It's fine. We have a big free agency week coming up. I'll oh, forget it. Tell him later. Yeah, tell him later. Till Wednesday. Did we
0: just invent California?
4: Discover why California is the ultimate playground at
1: visitcalifornia.com.
0: You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection and it's really breathable so you don't get hot.